Welcome to Leading from Alignment, a weekly podcast from Converge Coaching, where our passion is to help you lead better, lead longer, and enjoy it more. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Leading from Alignment with our good friend, John Opaluski. John, how are you today? Jim, I'm doing well. It's uh, good to be in the studio with you, and yeah. it's good to have you back. I uh, hope yeah. you had a good vacation. I, I did. I did. We went to Mackinac Island, which is, uh, if there was a scented candle called Mackinac Island, it would be half fudge, half horse manure. Like I, As soon as I smelled that, it was my childhood all over again. I thought, there'll never be a scented candle. There should never be a scented candle that's that's horse manure and fudge. But I heard somebody else say it's the island where you, you smell the fudge and try not to step in it. So... <laughs> It's a great time, but good to be back. I understand uh, today is kind of an exciting day because we are going to be taking something you've been working on for months, or really for a lifetime, that's being introduced. Tell us a little bit about what's what's about to happen here with Converge. Well, we're really excited to announce the release of our fourth book. Yes. Yeah, wow, called sir. Unshakable Leader. Yeah. Uh, the Simple Yet Amazing Power of Alignment. Right. And now Unshakable, I, that sounds familiar. Why does that sound familiar to our to our listeners? Because our second book was called <laughs> Unshakable You. Yeah. And uh, we uh, we felt like we liked that word, Unshakable. Yeah. And so the next book, if there is another book uh, yeah. in me, the next book will have Unshakable <laughs> in it uh, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Unshakable Vacation. That's, that's what you, you need go. next. I yeah. like that one. Yeah. Well, I'm excited about it. I know we've, we've had little teasers here and there. We've talked a little bit about it. I know you and I have had good conversations about it and i know today that's kind of what we're here to talk about really yeah. is it's not a teaser it's not a commercial but the truth of this book is important especially for leaders why do you think now leadership is is the challenge that it is well jim leading's always been hard right um i think it's always hard to take people where they don't want to go yeah. <laughs> uh, but my sense is that in the days ahead it's going to get harder yeah um and I think the most influential thing I can do, you can do, any leader can do, is to bring a better version of themselves yeah. to the leadership table, a more aligned, a less anxious, healthier version um, to the table. And, and I know this to be the truth in my own life, that I've been misaligned in the past before. Yeah. I don't know a leader who would say, no, I've done it right from day one. I, I think it's almost like learning to walk. You, you realize you're out of balance when you fall down and start bleeding. And yep. then you tell yourself, I'll never lean that far that direction again because it's because of the end result. Right. It, I mean, the misalignment in my life almost cost me my life. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and so leadership is, is such a complex thing, right? It has its great points. Yeah. It has its wonderful points. You know, for a pastor, I think one of the best things that happens in, your, in that leadership role is when people who, who find Jesus, you know, and they begin to develop that relationship and they grow and, and, and being invited into your parishioner's life is yeah. an honor Yeah, as yeah. a pastor. I know you experienced that. You're still pastoring, right? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the payday. The payday is not a check that comes in the mail. The payday is the compensation for maybe all leadership, but certainly pastoring has changed lives. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, as a parent, the book is written not just for pastors uh the the book is written for uh owners of companies it's written for people who lead teams at work it's even written for parents yeah <laughs> yeah uh you know because as a parent watching your children flourish is rewarding you it's know when, you know when they develop their character build great relationships figure out what, why god created them 
uh, man, it doesn't get much better than that, you know. And yeah. and I, I and I've enjoyed, and I think you've enjoyed watching your own children parent their own children. Right? Yes. It's been a special joy. It, it's special revenge too. But yeah, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's the best. Yeah. Especially like I say when they're good at it. When yeah. they're good parents, you sit back and there's a special. I don't know, richness to that moment where, you know, it's all, it's all worth it, whatever that means. I think every leader in every role needs to have those moments where years and years become worth it yep. in a moment, and certainly that's one of them. And I think when you're a business leader, watching your team members perform at a high level, you know, grow towards their potential, have a great attitude, yeah. um, blossom, yeah. you know, uh, I think that as a business owner, that's amazing. I was just having a conversation on, uh, before I came up here today, Jim, with somebody um, and we were talking about working in your wheelhouse. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that actually several pods down the road here. Yeah. I'm going to interview you yeah, about yeah. your book, Why is Greater Than What? I get prayed up for that. Yes. You owe me a few. Okay. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, but there, there's, this, there's just this wonderful thing that happens when we are able to get people working uh, in the right spot. They're in the yeah. right lane. They're doing what they're passionate about, what they're proficient at. Uh, they've had some pain attached to that yeah. role in one way, Huge. shape, or form, right? Yeah. And and it's just fun to watch somebody do what they love to do and, and excel at it. Yeah. yeah. There's a joy. It, there's a joy to being a father, like we just said, and in business and leadership, being the direct person that's directing everything. Yeah. But there's another joy, like you're saying, being a grandfather, mm-hmm. where you're watching as a grandparent, those you've directed directing. That, yes. Yeah. That's that's a reward that doesn't come quickly. It, it takes decades to be in that position to to watch those you've helped help others, you know. So there's a lot of a lot of great points about being a leader, and I wanted to highlight that because yeah. you and I are always talking sometimes about the other side, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Of it, but yeah. the truth is, is that there is this slimy underbelly to to, yeah. to leadership. People are are definitely messy. Yeah, uh, leading them is difficult at times. You know, I was in the corporate world world for 20 years, yeah. and when an employee in the corporate world is underperforming. Um, it's a very straightforward process. They're given yeah. a, uh, an improvement plan, yeah. <laughs> right. and, uh, if if, and yeah. if they're, yeah, if that, and yeah. uh, uh, and if there's no improvement in 30 to 60 days, uh, they either get reassigned or they're let go. Yeah. And and those kind of decisions it happen in the business world every day. Right. Um, they're part of the business culture. Nobody is particularly shocked. Yeah. When the hammer gets dropped, uh, in a marketplace job now that doesn't mean it's easy but it's more normal it's more expected in the church pulling off that same process is more complex well and i think part of that is relationship we're not a business we're family right and so everybody's attached to everybody on some level some very intimately so when you know when when you but to fire someone's pastor someone's children's pastor youth pastor music pastor I remember we had just in a, in a good transition, it's hard. Yes. When, when it's time for them to move on and do the next thing and everybody's excited for them, you almost pity the next guy that comes in afterwards to, that needs to lead the song the next week because right. I can't worship unless that's the guy that leads the song for mm-hmm. the last five years. And now we have a new guy leading a song, and I'm going to say he's not good at it. When, it was, when the truth is, it's I wasn't good at making the adjustment to it. So right. it, it's far more complicated, isn't it, to, to regulate a staff efficiently um, when, when we're a family. Yeah, and so that's the reason... I wrote the book, Jim. I um, I really wanted to talk about how to, how, and it's not a book about how to lead an organization. It's a yeah. book about how to lead yourself. Yes. Yeah. Because it because really it starts with you as a leader. No matter yeah. what uh, area you're leading, 
bringing a healthier, more aligned version of yourself is absolutely the best shot that family, that organization, that church, that team yes. has yeah. to reach its full potential. Yeah, we teach what we know, but we reproduce what we are. Right. And if we're unhealthy, we will attract and keep unhealthy people for the same reasons we're unhealthy. Mm -hmm. And I think the body of Christ really has suffered. I mean, the business world, certainly, family, certainly, government, certainly. But the body of Christ, we're supposed to have better answers than a politician or, uh, you know, uh, someone that's motivated only by profit. We're supposed to be coming at this relationally. So for us to be unsound and propagate that unsound model, yeah. man, so much more gets hurt than just us. But if that's we're healthy— right. It's funny, I remember when I came to, to Fenton years ago, we had some people that, as I came in, they were leaving the church, and I called my mom and said, I was, I was you know, doing such a bad job pastoring, I'm 29 years old, and yeah. people are leaving the church. She said, well, Jim, the problem is you're healthy. And I said, I, I don't mm. understand. She goes, well, you're, you're healthy. Your marriage, your children, yep. your, the way you see life, you're healthy. And healthy people force everybody to make a decision about whether or not they're going to be healthy. Right. And if there's enough unhealthy people in one place, they decide to, to redefine health and right. try to make the healthy person the problem. Yeah. And uh, that's what you're in the middle of right now. I thought, man, that's that's pretty insightful, enough. right? I, I might go back tomorrow. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> you know, I, I might not, but I might. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So tell us more about that. I know that you you have this gift for taking profound truths, and like Solomon, you place them into sentences. Hmm. What are some of the, the power sentences that you have in your in your book coming so, up? So really, what I, uh, I think there are more power words that I'd like to talk about today yeah. than sentences. Uh, the book, in the book, we talk about three big ideas yeah. in terms of alignment. Ownership, network, and rhythms. Right. And, and I want to just take a minute to unpack those together. Yeah. Um, the first one, ownership, and it's simply this. You as a leader own the degree of alignment in your life, yeah. 100%. Your team's not responsible for that in your life. Your spouse isn't responsible for that. Your board is not responsible for that. You own that. Uh, and, and ultimately, you are responsible for being a good steward of the level of alignment in your life. Yeah, I, I love that. And I love that, that we are not victims of our ministry. That's right. We're, we're not victims of anything. We're, we're victorious through Christ, and we have to take responsibility for our position, whether it's a good position or an unhealthy one. We right. have to take responsibility for it, ownership. Right, and, and, and when we work, uh, sometimes with leaders, that's a problem. They don't understand that, right? They feel yeah. like, if I just had nicer people in my business— yeah then, you know, uh, I would be a happier guy. If, or if the yeah. people at church wouldn't complain so much, I, I would uh, enjoy my, the ministry more and, and so forth. And realistically, uh, health, your emotional health, it comes down to alignment, and you own that. And the sooner you admit that I own this, uh, the quicker you can get to a place where you're more aligned, you're healthier, yeah. and, uh, and you can do a better job at what yeah. God's called you to do. I like that. I, I think that word ownership is something that everybody should just stop and think about for a minute. Am, yeah. I, am I fully responsible? Do I own my own decisions, my own outcomes, my own? Yeah. I, I have a free will. It's That's a terrible, right. wonderful thing, isn't it? Yeah. But I can choose a life that brings life. I can choose. I can act just like Jesus by exercising my free will. I can act just like the devil and still kill yeah. and destroy with, with that same exercise of that same mechanism. That's right. So. My thoughts are my job. Yeah. My feelings are my job, yeah. not yours, not, not our engineers. Yeah. It's mine. I own that. That's in my yard. And I think that is such a huge hurdle for us to get over. Yeah. When we do, we're on our way. Something we say in marriage counseling a lot is my response is my responsibility. Yes. I, I, 
People Same do way. what they do, but, but what I do with what they do is my responsibility. So right. ownership. What else? What you said uh, there's three. The second big idea is the, the word network. Yeah. Now, ownership, we said singularly you own yeah. responsibility, but here's the next piece of that is that you do need a network yeah. of people in your life to be aligned. Yeah. And so in the book, we talk about what a robust relational network looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're married, that includes your spouse. Um, it includes uh, trusted people who can speak into your life and that you can share your life with. Um, I, I would include in that network your doctor, mm-hmm. yeah. a counselor, a mentor. Yeah. It's just this set of people who help you when you get out of alignment, yeah. get you back. It's almost like they're chiropractic yeah. <laughs> in a way if you can think about it. They, they, yeah. they, they crack you back into alignment because yeah. they see... Uh, many times with a much clearer perspective than I do. I don't always know when I'm out of alignment, Jim. Yeah, yeah. And I need people in my network who have enough uh, permission for me. Yes, that's the word, isn't it? People you trust enough that that you can exchange permission. We can talk to each other about what we see and trust that the other one's not trying to harm us or manipulate us. They're a caring friend. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was just talking to somebody that do inner city ministry, trying to get people out of poverty is the key role they play. And they said they realize all the education, all the housing, all the health care, all the employment opportunities without relationships around all of those mechanisms. Yeah. Uh, and they, they guess they needed 25 people, that each of the people they're leading out, need. They, that's their assignment, develop 25 people that know more about these topics than wow. you do. And, and build a relationship to the place where you can call them at 10 o'clock at night and they'll answer the phone and help you with your plumbing. Yeah. That kind of thing. And it's, it's a real, it's, it's a real challenge because, you know, being independent is part of the problem and now being interdependent, not codependent, not right. dependent, but being interdependent. They can call me at 10 o'clock at night, just like I can call them and we can be honest with each other. And I think that word interdependence is really important that you brought yeah. that up because we're not talking about, Hey, this this network is responsible for my health. Yes. No, 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 no. There's interdependence there. They help, they help me. Yeah. And then the third one you mentioned was uh, rhythms. Yeah, rhythms. Huge. Uh, boy, alignment isn't the same thing as balance. Yeah. Uh, it, it really is an integrated set of rhythms. That Say that again. Alignment is an integrated set of rhythms yeah. uh, that leaders can develop. Uh, Work-rest rhythms, uh, physical rhythms, yeah. spiritual rhythms. Um, and the more fluent we are in, in the rhythm aspect of our life, the more we can deal with the ebb and flow of work, the ebb and flow yeah. of, of things that we, that we come across that we didn't plan for, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and so these three words, Jim, really kind of formulate the, the – they're, they're threaded throughout the entire book. Yeah. And we keep coming back to them over and over again because we think these are the three most important pieces yeah. for a leader to get his or her mind around yeah. to get aligned. You know, it's funny. I, I, I've listened and we've talked about this, and I, I know that those that are listening, this might be two years from now, someone's listening to this. I know that no one disagrees with those three things. Mm-hmm. I know that no one says, no, it's not true. We, our rhythm should be bad. I, and mm-hmm. what's funny is but the first time you told me those three things, I said, say that again, because I wanted to get it in my heart. Like, those are three things. Those are right. true. Sometimes our, we don't have the language for a truth that our heart knows or understands. Right. So I, I would suggest, as one of your listeners, that Unshakable Rhythms is your next book. That's, that's the fifth be. one. Because I, I think that's, 
it's so important that from that place of, of rest and work and exercise and friendship and on and on, yep. those, those things that are healthy we do for ourselves, that were in the Jewish calendar when God said this is how you're to live your life and it was a regulation, yeah. he regulated those rhythms. Right. And now that we, we're not under the law, we're under grace, I think sometimes we live in a, an unrealistic grace. Uh, we don't give grace to ourselves by, by having the right rhythms. That's right. Yeah. So tell me more about the book. When, when does it come out? So uh, it's due out in uh, the beginning of October. And we want to invite those listening today to pre-order a copy. Okay. They can pre-order a copy of Unshakable Leader at convergecoach.com slash shop. Right on. <laughs> and, and now, is it, it a forward slash or a backward slash? Uh, it is, I think, a forward slash okay, or a backslash. Right. I don't know. You'll figure it out. <laughs> I get confused by that. I do. <laughs> but here's, here's something we're offering to every person who pre-orders the book by the end of this month, the end of September. Yeah. Um, they're invited to join us for a leadership summit in October. Right on. Where we're going to lay out a, a, a roadmap. We're going to invite a, a special guest in yeah. for a webinar, and we're going to lay out a roadmap on how leaders can experience great outcomes, even in the season we're yeah. in today, yeah. and stay healthy at the same time. And I think that'll be really interesting, a really value add, and it's yeah. available to anybody who pre-orders by the end so of no, September. So there's no other cost for other No cost the for, for the those, summit. Those things, yeah. Nope. Brilliant. Brilliant. I'll buy my copy today. All right. All right. Tell us a little bit about the next podcast coming up. We're going to continue to, to talk a little bit more about unshakable leaders, I assume. Yeah. And so we're just going to talk about the five components of personal alignment, Jim. Uh, okay. We talked about the three big ideas today. Yeah. And then we're just going to unpack real quick in the next pod the five components of personal alignment. Right on. Well, John, as always, thank you for dedicating your life to the ongoing development of the fruitfulness of, of those who lead. That's... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, I know you don't do it for the money or the fame. I know that you do it because in your heart you have a pain and you have a yeah. passion and you have a proficiency that God's put together to, uh, for this moment in time. So as it's funny, as everything has changed in, you know, since earlier this year, the one thing that hasn't changed is the need for good leaders and mm, the truths right. of leadership. These truths were written before COVID-19. Yep. And these truths are still true, even more so maybe during this season than before. So thank you. On behalf of the listeners, we're grateful. And uh, I, as you said, the way to get a hold of you, get a hold of the book. We, we encourage you to do that. And in the meantime, we will talk to you again soon as we all just continue to lead from a life.